0: A quick data analysis of my Rubik's Cube performance. Having some data science fun while learning speed cubing. Today Netflix releases the documentary, The Speed Cubers. So I thought, why not share my Python approach to track my speed cubing performance? What is a Rubik's Cube? This is a cube made of a many little cubes that you can turn and twist in order to put all the layers with the right colors aligned and separated. After scrambling the pieces, the process of solving it can become quite challenging. There are something in the order of forty three, two five two, zero zero three, two seven four, four eight nine, eight five six, zero 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 possible combinations of moves. A medium article by Max Deutsch introducing the Rubik's Cube can be found here. White a speed cube. As all great philosophical questions in history, the truth, as the Occam's razor advised us centuries ago, must be simple. To speed cube is to engage the mind. That is it. You might have mixed feelings about the cube. You might think it is for kids, or that it is too difficult and only for brilliant loners trapped in basements. None of these classical stereotypical assumptions about the cube is true. The truth is that the cube represents an engaging and dynamic intellectual activity with a clearly defined reward. It has attracted millions of practitioners since its inception decades ago. From no cubing to averaging 30 seconds, the journey. So, around two years ago I could not solve the Rubik's Cube. Those were dark days full of suffering and uncontrollable crying. However, Determined to crack the code of complexity and mystery that surrounded this little rainbow looking cube, I decided to dive deep into the trenches of YouTube tutorials to develop the necessary speed cubing skills to become a master of it. My goal was simple achieve an average of sub 30 seconds in speed cubing and participate on the Rubik's Cube Nationals in Portugal. Upon the challenge, I set to myself, I decided that it would be important to track my performance to have an idea of how I was doing throughout the process. Here, I am going to share how I developed a mini-pipeline to analyze my speed cubing performance. Enters data science. First things first. I was not feeling like writing my own graphical user interface for this like I did for a former post for touch typing, that you can find here. Therefore. I went out to search for an app that would allow me to track my times and export my data as a CSV. I found this one, not affiliated, which served the purposes quite well and is free. This is the basic layout of the website. I enjoyed the minimalistic approach of this resource, so I decided that I would give it a try. The basic workflow was to go in the website, create a session, record my times, and, at the end of each session, Download the CSV with the corresponding date. I visualized the outputted CSV file with Depane, not affiliated. The output. A thanks to Kuyan Tran for inspiring me to use Datapane. Then, I could plot all my solving times, to see how I was evolving. From this visualization, I was able to get some new pieces of information there was a boost in my performance from December to March that is shown as a steep decrease in solving time. However, here I was not tracking my times as often as in posterior periods, so the speed of improvement appeared less gradual than it actually was. Secondly, I was happy that I kept my average under 30 seconds, but given this stagnation it was evident that I should update my strategy for cubing. Since the official 3x 3 speed cubing competition occurs in sessions of 5 times with best time and worst time removed, I also wanted to understand how consistently I was doing on my same day sessions. For this, I needed to plot my data to show my performance 5 games at a time. I divided each day into groups of 5 and then visualized how I performed across days and across sessions. I used the mean of each session after removing the best and worst time, to get a proxy of my performance. I was in a downward trend which got derailed a few times. I was able to keep a sub-30 mean quite a few sessions, but my performance was still in the 30-35 to seconds average. This performance was on trail to my present goal, if I look at Portugal's recent competition Clip Open 2019 from last year I see that I would rank among the top 40 and would go on to the second round. Finally, I wanted to know my overall mean, as well as my recent averages and my best time to have an idea of how I was evolving in terms of brute numbers. Output Conclusion Tracking performance when learning any skill, be it the Rubik's Cube or anything else, can be useful to have an online assessment of our progress. Visualization is a powerful mechanism because once you can visualize your performance, it becomes imperative to act on the insight extracted from the data. For me, the insight was to focus next on adding an algorithm or two to my cubing mental toolkit to allow me to surpass this apparent lower bound that I reached. The main point to take home is that a bit of simple data science when learning a new skill can be an extremely helpful tool to understand your learning process. That's it for today. If you like this post, connect with me on Twitter or LinkedIn. Thanks and see you next time.